This episode of the Back Button Podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Try them out at trylootcrate.com slash backbutton and use code BRIDGE10 to save 10% off your first order. Hello, everybody. How's it going? Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Back Button Podcast. This is the Back Button Podcast. It's nothing to write home about. I'm your host, Sam Langbartels, <laughs> as always, joined by... The God himself, Josh Ortiz. Hello. How are you, you? you aren't even going to question that anymore, are you? No, you're just going to kind of go with it? No, you're just you're going to do it anyway. So You love it. Uh, sure. You like having a title. Oh, I know, my title's Hefe. I mean, kind of, but... <laughs> kind of. It's also kind of your nickname, so I don't know if your title and your nickname can be the same thing. Why not? Because it's something that goes before your name, so I don't call you Hefe Josh Ortiz, because, like, fuck you, you're not my boss. But, like, I call you Hefe because, like, it's fun and I do it, so, like, reasons. Okay, Wh- whatever, whatever helps, man. Hi, Josh. Hi, Sam. How's it going, Josh? It's going. How about yeah. you? Uh, it's it's uh yeah. I'm a fucking delight. There we go. I got, <laughs> I got it, it out. We're go- we're here. We're here. <laughs> it's been a long day, Josh. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's been a long day of me playing PUBG and you know getting real close to winning and getting my ass fucking handed to me. Man, why are you so bad? You know, um, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Uh, I just kind of am. Have you gotten first place before? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, a couple of times. Uh it. it's okay, fuck you. Um it's not difficult. Difficult's the wrong word. It's just stressful. Okay. So like once you get up to those like top ten, top fifteen plays, it's really, really stressful because you have no room to move. Everybody's watching everything. And you're just kind of fucked. Yeah. So if you aren't spot on and you don't get the first trigger pull, you're dead. Dead to the fucking world. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. But PUBG is fucking great, as always, because it's, you know, the number one game on fucking Twitch at all times at this point. <laughs> but, what um, was number one before? Overwatch? No. Uh, CSGO. Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Really? Yeah. Mm. Counter-Strike is probably one of the biggest games ever made. That's crazy. Yeah, I know a lot of people that play it. It's what just company made wild. it? Valve. All right, makes sense. Yeah, it was. If I remember correctly, which I'm probably wrong, it's one of Valve's like last games that they made. They haven't made a game in some time yeah. that we know of. <clears throat> Half Life Three confirmed. Um, Speaking of Valve, I actually did see uh, someone made a troll photo of uh, a confirmed Left for Dead Three. I saw that because you uh, yeah. you posted about it on Facebook or something. I yeah. saw it. That was fucking hysterical. <laughs> I thought it was great. Immediately went and Googled Left 4 Dead 3. No news article since, like, I don't know, 2015, 16. I was yeah. like, yeah, okay, cool, great. They just just bring it back, man. Or at least, okay, you know what? Fine. Don't don't make a third, third game. But why don't you give us, like, you know, a remaster of the game? Just something. Just give us, give us something. There was just an article released the other day about um, Valve's games and how the orange box is 10 years old. So Portal 1 is 10 years old now. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Wait, Portal 1 Portal came out 1 was on... on the orange box. I thought it came out before. Uh-uh. It was Portal 1. Half-Life 2. Uh, Half-Life 2, 2. Half-Life 2 Episode 1. Half-Life 2 Episode 2. Um, Team Fortress 2. Mm. And That's it. Something else. No, I'm that was positive it. Or something else. I, I 100% remember playing really? it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because I played you, the Orange Box. You're probably box. right. I did too. I had it for PlayStation. Probably had it for Xbox, right? Yes. Nerd. Um, Fuck off. We just got into this fight today on Twitter, Josh, that <laughs> y- you're like, 
uh, who was it? Who was the rapper? It was some famous Chief Keef. <laughs> Chief Keef was like, I'm sick and tired of these motherfuckers talking shit about Xbox. I'm about ready to fucking fight a bitch or some shit. Yeah. And Josh just tagged me in it. And I was like, well, you know, trash is trash. So here we are. Gosh. I have an Xbox. I like Xbox. I just think Microsoft's got some work ahead of them. No, and I won't disagree with that, obviously. I feel like every single company has has something. They they have their own things that they need to fix. Right. And they have things that they can obviously do better. If It would be tight if, you know, cross-platform play and stuff like that for, like, Almost every game would be. I think it's would be sick. on that one. It's Sony's problem. Sony's the one that's assholes about it. Well, I knew it was Microsoft first, and then yeah, then Microsoft has all their PC shit. So now Microsoft is technically running two big forms, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll do it." And Sony's like, "Literally, go fuck yourself." No, yeah. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I would but, love I it. Mean, I would love Destiny to be crossplay. I would love yes. Uh, Rocket League had cro- like has the ability to be crossplay. Like it is crossplay. Well, isn't well, it crossplay Xbox and PC only? Yeah. Like I would love but to still, see crossplay on these platforms. Uh it'll never happen. I in still a million years. don't understand. Like can I can okay, so for crossplay can like can I start a party and then can like Tom, Kyle's roommate, like cuz he has he has Rocket League on PC. Like can I invite him to my party and then we play together or No, it's just that the giant pools are So it's just like okay. you have to go into like a public match and then Right. The problem with that is, like, name systems and everything else. Like, the easiest way to figure that out, and I I hate to say that Nintendo has done something right here, but the easiest way to figure out crossplay is to dedicate every person's account a number. Then you can add the accounts through that number because it is multi-system. Oh, So, like, if I have the name Merkmore on Xbox, but I also have the name Merkmore on PlayStation and PC... If you add Merkmore from Xbox, you will only get my Xbox account, not my PC account, not my PlayStation account. Right. Where Nintendo's old, like, friend code, I think is what it's called, yeah, system. Yeah, friend codes. It was perfect. It was shitty and absolutely awful to use at the time compared to what else was out there for other systems. But as far but as it was codes a designated words, number exactly. per this person. This is you. This is this account's number. You can have whatever fucking name you want, but this is your number. Right. And you can pull that number and you can use it for whatever and blah, 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 blah. Genius. Absolutely genius. Nintendo was ahead of their time on many things, but they're always ahead of their time and never in their time, and that's why all their shit <laughs> sucks. Except for their games. For whatever reason, their games are uh, immaculate. Their systems... You're, you're not a fan of your Switch? I uh, haven't really touched my Switch in a Since Danny's? couple months. At Danny's, I played it a little bit, and yeah, that was we, the first time in months that I had played it. Yeah, we played Mario Kart. Right. And then, mm. like, we played Mario Kart, and then... Uh, well, hey, man, if you don't want it... No, go fuck yourself. They're, they are in stock, in stores right now, able to be purchased. I know. And Christmas is coming, and you're going to get fucked. Ugh. Yeah. I'll just ask for it for Christmas. Oh, whatever. fuck you. Just go buy it, you lazy piece of shit. I do not have $300. <laughs> but you have Breath of the Wild. I know. <laughs> And I have the uh, NRC tags. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah. And well, FC. those those only cost like a dollar, like per tag. So I don't who, fucking care you, how much they cost, you little shit. I'm just saying it's cheaper. It's cheaper than buying a full fucking figure. They only cost a dollar per tag. How many do you have? Three hundred. Josh, you see the issue here. <laughs> I have like three of them. That's it. That's three whole dollars. Oh. That, that could have bought you two double cheeseburgers at McDonald's. <laughs> God damn it. 
That would have bought me lunch tomorrow, but you wasted it on paper. Sam. Yes. You are not someone who is allowed to fucking bitch about money to go get something to eat. You're right. You fucking have money, you bitch. I don't have any money. I'm not, I'm not in that broke life. But that's beside the point. <laughs> so what what have you uh, been playing, Josh? And uh, try to keep it away from what we might be talking about later if you catch my drift. Okay. Um. Well. If that's the case, nothing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no. Fuck. So you know how I told you I was like into Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, how I got into it. Well, guess what fucking dickhead Danny and Kyle got me into. I don't want to know. If it's not magic, I'm going to punch you square in the couch. Oh, it's absolutely not magic. I hate you. No. If it's not Hearthstone, I'm really going to be mad. It's super not Hearthstone. I hate both of them and you. <laughs> both of those answers? Is that what you wanted to go with? Kind of. What? Whatever could it be, Josh? It's Pokemon. <laughs> you know what? It's still better than Neopets, but I'm not expecting you guys to be far off. <laughs> Neopets is a card game? Yes, it did. <laughs> no shit. I totally had You're probably them. like fucking six-time world champion. I was not, but I had the cards. Doubt it. Wow, you had the cards. Uh-huh. And you like to be judgy towards me. I also had Pokemon cards and Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Josh. I'm going to talk shit. This is when I was a fucking <laughs> child, not 24. You still look like a child, so it's I'm fine. aware. Thank you. <laughs> Most of the people on the internet at this point probably think that I'm a child based on the way that I speak. Just... How pitch, how high pitched my voice is, and if they've ever seen any picture of me ever. <laughs> just think of like, just think of uh, that grumpy kid from uh, what's oh what's that show? School? That no, what? Uh, not school. Fuck. What's that show called? Recess. Oh God. Just Which think of the grumpy, grumpy kid. kid. Yeah, the grumpy kid that was like the hall monitor or whatever. That I am not liked. that kid. You're Fuck essentially you. that kid. No. Yes. No. 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 You don't no, no, look no. like him. But your attitude is is him. No, just imagine a sixty five year old man hunched over, but like Benjamin Benjamin Button style. So like he's sixty five, but he's like a child, and he's just angry and upset at the world and kind of <laughs> done with it. That's basically me. Basically, that's more or less me. <laughs> um, other than that, other than your, other than your Pokemans, yeah, nothing. God, there. I want to punch you. Why, dude? Who cares? It's not like you you fucking play it or anything like that. You don't waste have your cards time. upstairs. I could probably find you some like OGs, oh. like, original series cards. Well, like I did what, with Yu-Gi-Oh, where I just handed you my fucking box. Well, what's sick about Yu-Gi-Oh though is that like it's only certain cards that get like banned and unbanned and right. forbidden, whatever. The way Pokemon does it is they just ban them by sets. So if it's not oh, part so of the last like a, four packs or yeah. whatever. It's it's banned, and it's like, well, wait, like, why did I just spend like, you know, eighty bucks on packs from the set from you know four sets ago or whatever? I mean, how, granted, it's like a four year life cycle or something like that, but still, that's how Magic and uh, uh, Hearthstone both work at this point. It's a uh, standard versus it. wild. Yeah. So you have if you're keeping if you're keeping up with standard, it's like. The last two years worth of cards for both games, I think, actually work by two years. I could be wrong. Um, but it's the last two years of cards. Everything prior to it doesn't mean shit. It's it's just that's just annoying. Eh, I mean, like at least like it, if there's it certain makes the, things, it changes the meta, and so you're not stuck playing the same fucking deck over and over again when everybody realizes what the best meta deck is. Well, that's the thing though, is that like okay, well at least in Yu Gi Oh, that's why they have. Oh, 
That's why they have the the ban list. I mean, like certain things, certain cards in those, like uh, deck builds, get banned so that it's not so overpowered, so you don't see it so frequently. And right. you know what I mean. But I mean, yeah, sure. There's a million and one cards and stuff like that that they kind of have to like realize. Well, this is kind of like way too popular in this certain build that almost like ninety five percent of the you know, is 95% of the meta. I mean, we kind of talked about all of this stuff. Like when the, when the card game episode went through yeah. and it's like, it's like the idea that there's another game out there, or a couple more games out there that we didn't touch on. Cause a, I played it when I was a kid and B just, Josh just got into it for the first time in his fucking life. Um, doesn't change the fact that there's a lot of different things going on with the card genre, both digitally and physically that are kind of fucking weird. And there's no real, like, standard for how a game works. Except for, like, poker. Like, poker's the same shit it's been since, like, I don't know, fucking 1650. Since, since it's the same invention. goddamn game. And there's different variations of the game. You're using the exact same cards, but it's not, like, everything else. Like, right. you have, like, or you taught us all Konkayan, which mm-hmm. I never would have figured that as a poker game. But once you play it and you kind of realize it, like, you could totally make bets on it and, like, fuck around. Yeah. I mean, when, like, uh, for those of you guys that don't know, uh, Conquian is a game uh, used, uh, played in Mexico. Like, as, I mean, I'm sure it's played elsewhere and stuff like that. I'm not exactly sure, like, where it, it originated Spain, and stuff. maybe? Parts per- of South maybe. America? I don't know. Um, but I all I know is from experience, like, my family has played it and it's used with different playing cards. Our friend Nate calls it Mexican poker. Basically. Yeah. Which <laughs> essentially it is Mexican that's, that's poker. That's kind of how it plays. Too. Uh, it's a little weird. Basically, like, you, it, it's it's every, like, it obviously has four different suits and stuff like that, but it goes up to seven. There's no eight or nine. And then it's 10, 11, 12. And then, yeah, 10, 11, 12. And it goes from, yeah, one to, one to seven, no eight or nine, 10, 11, 12. Um, and in Conquian, like, you're, point of your game or the game is to you want to add you want to end the game with nine nine cards um but they have to match somehow so they either have to be the same number different suits or the same suit in numerical order um so every i think every time yeah every time you put down a group though you have to give up a card so it kind of like keeps the game moving and stuff like that but um that's just kind of like how that plays and stuff like that but I mean, back to your point, yeah, it, it, it with basic, like, I don't want to call it casino-style card games, but essentially... With a basic 52-card like, deck. Yes. Um, those, those certain games come with a certain standard of rules, right. and that's it. But with, you know, Magic and Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, like, those are monsters that get different variations in, like, their abilities and stuff like that. And right, and I assume even in, especially in Pokemon, I would almost say that the, the monsters get hella different variations, because they have the same, what, 500 monsters that they've had for the last couple years, or since... Well, they're uh, at 800 now. They're at 800? 800 and something. With, with the release of Sun and Moon, yeah, 800 something. So they're at, like, 800 monsters, and each year they have to update not only their cards for those new monsters... But also for existing ones that maybe like, oh, this ability was overplayed as shit. Let's release a new version that has, you know, maybe a higher standard or different abilities or something and blah, 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 blah. Right. I mean, most. Um, well, like every single Pokemon card at bare minimum comes with two uh, attack moves. Mm-hmm. 
Granted, they don't have to be like attacking moves, um, but some of them come with abilities as well, or just one attack and then ability. Um, but there are many like different variations. Like Kyle, Kyle has a Mew, like loves Mewtwo, so he built like a Mewtwo. Uh, why? Fucking continue. <laughs> Sam just got super salty for no reason. Keep going. Um, so Kyle has a bunch of different variations of Mewtwo. Um, so fuck off, dude. Relax. Um, Sam's rolling his eyes and just being a salty. I'm a huge Pokemon fan, but like, I the card game always irritated the shit out of me. Why? One at my at my young age, it was damn near like impossible to make fucking sense of. Yeah. Um, another, there was, like, ten different of each Pokemon, and I'm like, I want just one. Like, I don't give a shit. I just want the one. And then you'd get, like, ten fucking Eevees and six Dittos in a pack, and it's like, what the fuck's the point? Like, I just want, like, Charizard or Charmander or blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and, and it, I mean... And they're all different. The thing is, is that it doesn't even... The, the, the card game doesn't work like the video game. Like, yes, you can have, like... You can have a bench of like five Pokemon and then one like active one and stuff like that. Like in the video game, you had your one Pokemon that was active and out currently battling, and then you had your five on you know in your Pokeballs and stuff like that. Um, but uh, it's bullshit. It, yeah, bullshit. it's okay. All right, it's bullshit. There's there a go. there's a lot of bullshit in in Monster Card uh-huh. games across the board. Across the right. Hearthstone, there's tons of bullshit because rng is bullshit okay magic yes. there's bullshit because it's over like there are some overpowered fucking cards and unless you're playing standard you will get your ass smacked by stuff that was fucking 30 years ago um like a black what is that stupid expensive card black oh the lotus. black lotus which just gives you a shit ton of mana for no fucking reason <laughs> um yeah and then Yu-Gi-Oh! it's bullshit because like they keep adding in new features or like ways to do things in the game well yeah i will see that's something that like i like about types. Yu-Gi-Oh. well that's what i like about Yu-Gi-Oh, though is that they keep changing uh with every like anime arc tv arc series that they do they change or like mix in new rules so like right now we're in uh, uh different format excuse me right now we're in a link format and what that is it's super weird it's extra deck monsters they look blue they cannot go into defense they cannot go face down and it's like well, this is fucking weird. Like, and then the board like changes, but I I like that because it it keeps the game interesting and it makes it forces everyone. I just to want learn. one fucking set of rules to play the game by. Like, that's all. Mm. If you add in like new things, like um, Hearthstone recently added in, uh, excuse me, um, Life Seal, which is basically uh, same thing that's in Magic, where if you steal. Yeah, it's like life steal or like oh. life something. Um, when you do damage, you gain that much damage back to your health pool. Right. So like, that makes sense to me. If you add in like the little things where like, oh, this new set of cards, there's like ten of them. Uh, they all have this new effect where if they do this, this, and this, you get fucking I don't know a chicken dinner at the end of the game. Like <laughs> that's your opponent now must take you out to a fancy restaurant for yeah, a wine exactly. and dine. Uh, you burn your. <laughs> You literally get the ability to light your opponent's deck on fire. Like, that's... I'm okay with this. Like, it says it in the game. These are the game rules. Go fuck myself. But 
man, there's a there's a new uh, deck that I built for Yu-Gi-Oh uh-huh. called. Uh, it's it's straight up. They're called Trick Stars. They're straight up fucking dancing anime girls. <laughs> it's hilarious. You are the biggest oh, fucking dude. otaku weeb I've oh, ever no. met. Okay. In my fucking so initially, life. initially, our friend Tiffany uh, said she's like, "Yeah, build me a deck and I'll play." So I was like, "Okay, well, what kind of deck would she actually think?" Oh no, uh, yeah. She's like, what kind of deck would I, uh, what, like, do you think I should play or whatever? And then she goes, just build me the most anime deck you can think of. And I'm like, got it. <laughs> so I have this almost done and stuff. So if she wants to use it, like, I'll be more than happy to give it to her and be like, okay, now you got to play with us. Like, goes to the barber shop. What you want? You <laughs> fuck me up, fam. I'd have got you. <laughs> um, but it's hilarious because it's literally, like, there's one card. The purpose of it is to just burn your opponent the whole time like not even really fight them it's just burn them like you want them to continuously keep drawing more cards and for every card oh, it's sell- it's a mill deck no it will it you want your opponent to mill yeah you, most- you're milling your opponent like a mill deck is meant to mill your opponent a self mill deck is when you you're burning your own cards for effect oh i yeah i guess Yu-Gi-Oh is different like because most mill decks are 60 cards, their effects are to mill cards to the graveyard, so you get graveyard effects and stuff like that. Right, okay. Those are, in Yu-Gi-Oh!, those are the mill decks. But, like, um, in for this Trickstar, you don't you don't exactly want to send all their, their entire hand to the graveyard or anything. You just want them to keep taking cards. Right. That way... You're burning your, you're burning your deck. Like... Or basically, like you're discarding? forcing them to burn their deck. No, they're like pull their deck or like discard oh, yeah. or like do something where their deck is getting smaller and smaller they're running out of options and you're just like fuck you motherfucker yeah i mean essentially like um it's just one card yeah. it, so it's one card where it's every time you take a card you take 200 life point damage and then there's the like a field spell card where it's just like every time you take effect damage from a trick star you take an additional 200 and then you know, everything else is kind of built around. It's just like, just keep adding cards to your hand and just just burn yourself. What's the, the max time. hand in uh, Yu-Gi-Oh? Max, so opening hand, you start with five. Or, yeah, five. You can draw one. Max hand is seven. So it's just like if you... So if you cap out and turn, you have to burn a card. You have to. Well, you right, literally so. have to discard them. Yeah. Um, there's kind of a crazy combo where it's like, oh, cause your opponent to like, hey... Uh, discard their hand, draw five cards. It's like, okay, you just burn them for, uh, what is it? Uh, two times five, thousand? Excuse me? Not two times five, two times, like, it's 200. They take 200 damage per card. Oh, per card that they burn, yes. depending if their hand is full or not? Yes. Uh, but you force them to get more. Right. And then there's another one where it's just like, oh, by the way, banish your whole hand so now you can't even use their effects hope you weren't holding anything good motherfucker exactly and now you draw the same number of cards and then there's one more thing that's part of the deck where it's just like by the way uh if your opponent draws cards toss this to the graveyard and they can't take anymore so it's essentially like you can either go two routes force them to never have a hand again. you yes exactly you force them to not have anything that's it's just like bullshit all right next turn go ahead and draw your card you're gonna trap that you have to figure out a way to get out of um, it is kind of hard, uh, only because, uh, most, I mean, most trap cards are more so in response to what your opponent does. Right. Um, spell card is what you do. Trap is what you do as a, as like a retort. Yes. I mean, you can still activate. 
I mean, there's these things called, uh, like, it creates the chain. I don't give a shit anymore. I really don't. I just lost I all Really? You just asked a fucking question I know. about it. You're I just, a dick. I got real close, and then I was like, wait a minute. Why the fuck are we still talking about Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> this is not a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. Technically. Uh, um, technically. Technically. <laughs> they make video game versions. Don't remind me. <laughs> yeah, anyway, like, like all I've been playing is PUBG. I know, dude. And then what we might talk about later. We'll see what we get to in that, but... Bubga. I don't know why I am so fucking addicted to this I don't, game. I don't either, man. Don't get me wrong. It looks hella fun, and I do. I cannot wait for it to come out for console, it and I want to play mind-numbing. it. mind-numbing. But I just don't... I don't get it. It's... I don't even know how to explain it properly. Please tell me. Please... Okay. I will be proud of you and never, never hate you if... You've killed someone with a pan. No. You fucking suck. I've beaten someone to death with my fists. No, that's not as funny. Uh, I got I got fucking domed, like, execution style by a dude in a ghillie suit about a week ago. That was fun. <laughs> like, I'll tell you the story really quick, and then we'll, we'll head to break. So, I was hanging out, and I was playing with, like, I think it was Nick and Adam. And we were playing and having a good old time. And we were in, like, the top five or something. Nick got shot. Adam got shot. They were both either down or one of them was dead and one was just damaged. But I ran up and I started popping the guys that were fighting them or had shot them. And then I hear a shot from my left come out and fucking dome the guy that I was attacking. And I was like, I was crouched down and I kind of, like, pop up and look over. And some dude in a ghillie suit, like, pops up and looks over at me. It's like... Wait, what the fuck? And then he just, like, zeroes in, shotgun to the face. And I was like, I kind of deserve that, but, like, I'm really, (laughs) really fucking mad that that just happened. Like, there was a couple of just insane things. Like, Nick, today, um, we were early game, and we were running around, and we saw two guys that were standing, we were playing duos, and there was two guys that were standing outside a a house, kind of running around, going into this little town. So Nick and I had the genius idea. Let's go fucking pop them. Like, we ain't got shit, but let's go do it. So I ran in, grabbed a pistol off the ground, loaded it, fired at one guy. Like, three times I hit him, and he went down. And I ran outside and fucking, like, execution styled him. And his teammate runs from behind me out of nowhere and just pops me to the ground. And Nick's nowhere to be fucking found. Nick's too busy looking for, like, I don't know, (laughs) ammo or, like, a backpack or something. So this guy kills me. Nick comes sprinting, sprinting out of the house with only a pistol, (laughs) blows the guy up, runs out of ammo. The other guy ran out of ammo. Nick reloaded faster, did a 360 no-scope headshot to down the guy. And because the team was already down, he died. Oh, my God. So he just, like, jumped and started firing this pistol. It was in the air, (laughs) just running like an asshole and firing. Headshot. Guy went down. And Nick just goes, I didn't deserve that. You absolutely <laughs> did not. I'm pissed. I'm here crying and dying, and you're fucking running around being an asshole. Call of Duty headshotting oh people. Oh, my God. Yeah. Probably, probably one of my favorite things I've seen uh, some people do is they will uh, <laughs> they'll hang out by a car that has a back seat, and then, and then when an enemy pops into the driver's side, they will hop into the car and just shoot him, and then just get out, wait by the car again, and just keep doing it. So, early game today, funny you bring that up, early game today, Nick and, uh, Nick and I were playing, and we landed both near this town, and there was a couple of people who landed with us, 
And Nick's like, fuck, I want to grab this car real quick. So he runs over, and Homeboy jumps in the driver's seat, and Nick jumps in too. Neither neither of them have weapons. <laughs> so Nick's just like, fuck, well, I'm along for the ride at this point. Homeboy's teammate had a gun, didn't give a shit, jumped in with them because they had no guns. So he jumped in with them, and they took off sprinting, like just driving. And I'm like, Nick, where are you going? Like, I need to come find you. <laughs> and he goes, dude, I don't know. I'm just along for the ride at this point. Like, we might be homies now. We're play, probably playing the same team. So they start going, and they're, like, halfway across the map. And I'm like, Nick, what the fuck? And all of a sudden, Nick just goes, oh, shit, they stopped the car. I was like, what do you mean? He goes, we ran into a wall. They can't get it out. We stopped the car. And I was like, so what? He goes, I'm running. And I guess he got, like, maybe a, a 10 yards or something away from the guy. Uh, the one dude with a weapon popped him and downed him and killed him <laughs> and i'm out there by myself running so i run in and i go all fucking metal gear solid like i've got a pistol with the silencer on it and i'm just crouching around <laughs> looking around fucking trying to find these guys and i never found them uh until i left the town and got immediately sniped just immediately down there was no chance in hell i was fucking pissed i was like i walked through the entire town if I had a fucking cardboard box, I would have been Solid Snake. Like, it would have been perfect. All I got to put out is, like, a porno mag and smoke a cigarette, and I would have been perfect. <laughs> and, a, and get a bandana. And get a bandana and there an eye patch. It would have been fucking perfect, but no. <laughs> but, yeah. PubGuy's fucking crazy. Like, PubGuy, it's... it's Nick explained it best. Like, he hates the fucking game. He absolutely cannot stand PubGuy. Does he? Because he's a game development major, and he sees all the problems with it and how it could be done better. Mm-hmm. Um... Wait, when the fuck did he become a game development major? Yeah, he's a game dev major. <sighs> so I thought he was going to school for like writing or something. No, some he shit. was comp sci, and then he went into game dev. Okay. So he's a game dev major now, and he's like, I see this, like this thing. It's like horribly made, but it's like, it's not that the game itself is fun. It is a vehicle for fun situations. Excuse me. And I think that kind of says the best thing about PUBG and probably why it's so addictive is you get behind these streamers or these players that just have fun with it and they're going around and they're just doing wild crazy shit and it's just fun but the game itself is not fun because it's 45 minutes of holy shit you hear that holy shit oh my god oh my god fire 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 like get down get down oh my god circle's coming run like that's it but it's all the other fucking crazy wild shit you can do with it that makes it fun it's the stories that you can tell with it that's why a pub movie would never fucking work it already happened it's called the fucking hunger games it had real story Anyway, someone someone actually made a live live action like, uh, you know, player unknown uh, like video like live action yeah. of like a squad of it's like of teams. It's actually really really good. Oh yeah, and it was hilarious. It's just like they're just trying to go after like a loot crate and stuff like that. And then oh my god, the fucking loot crates. Yeah, it's, it's if you have, if you get a chance, just look up like PUBG movie and like live fine. action PUBG. Yeah, like that, yeah. yeah. Like PUBG in like real life or something. It's pretty good. It's hilarious. Pretty good. Pretty good. Anyway, with that, we're gonna go on break. We will come back and we will talk about uh things, some shit, stuff, some things and stuff, some stickers and buttons. No, that's coming up now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll talk. We'll be back. Bye. Hey yeah, hey yeah. My lord, my lord, they have sent us. They have sent us with gifts. They have sent us with things. Who, who is they? My lord. Who, who are they? <laughs> my lord. This is started. This the is boats from the south. The boats from the south have sent us with things. I thought the Fire Nation was south.
Mm-hmm. I'm north, you asshole. Uh, fuck. I don't... I'm sorry, my lord. I did yeah, not mean yeah. that. <laughs> you will call me sir asshole. <laughs> yes, sir asshole. <laughs> sir asshole, they have sent us with things. That's not the official title. What what things have they sent us? They have sent us with stickers and buttons and t-shirts and comic books. This is such a strange gift where I thought in the Middle Ages and stickers and buttons and cool things haven't existed yet. <laughs> My lord, they are from the future, they claim. <laughs> Did the word the future even exist at this point? I would assume so, sir, since I just said it. <laughs> oh, well, well, we this ship has sailed, so the future ship is, is, has arrived. I'm sorry. What, uh, who are these people? It's, this is, uh... This They're two dorky-looking kids from the <laughs> south suburbs of some... Some faraway place called Chicago. Oh. <laughs> Chicago? I know, sir. It sounds absolutely wild. <laughs> sounds like those Indians that the uh, Marco Polo... No, not Marco Polo. Christopher Columbus found. <laughs> but they weren't even Indians. We're in the 1400s now. We're just going to go with it. All right. We found a date. Uh, uh Oh, so what else was uh was in said gifts? There, was, a, there was magical type. Oh? Yes, it spoke about a, a, a weeb site. <laughs> weeb site? <laughs> I have no idea what it means, but they said it would mean something in about 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 700, 600 years. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll be looking forward to it while I'm dead. We'll, we'll, have, to, we'll have to tell your ancestors this. They'll have great fortune if they follow this weeb site. What is this weeb site? It's, it says oh, about website. a, a loot. Thank you. It says about a, a loot crate. A loot crate? Is that the name of those who sent us these gifts? No, their names were something dorky like oh. Sam and Josh. You, you, oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> Neither of them looked like they belonged to their names. They looked more like squires and peasants. <laughs> which one was squire and which one was peasant? Well, they were both pe- uh, peasants, sir. They were dressed in raggedy clothing that had words on it. <laughs> what, what what were these words? Did they were were those words part of? Don't you fucking dare! Were, were those words part of the uh, part of the gifts? Like, were they included? No, they bore t-shirts. T-shirts is what they called them. They bore them and they called them. They said that the words said, "Defend pop punk." <laughs> I, I I only know this defend word, but not this poop pink you speak of. This pop punk is apparently a genre of music. Uh, bard! <laughs> Learn this! That's the bard, right? Fuck, I don't remember. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Yeah, okay. I will learn the music. I've got the music. I'm going to learn the pop punk from these squires and peasants. I need more. <laughs> Are there... Are there group vocalization parts? So yes, you sir, must they... get more bonds. More bonds! Sir, they called them gang vocals. <laughs> but the stickers and the buttons, they had nothing to do with this pop punk. I'm sh- I'm, I feel like all... they were kind of related with some musical uh, gifts, correct? They all bore... They all... Uh, everything in the box bore images of, of men with immaculate suits of armor and demons fighting and... Flying men. And what men? Flying men. Whoa. It had an S on his chest. I believe they called it a Superman. Oh, I'm intrigued. 
where lord, where my lord, can I get we must more? capture this superman we, we must yes. use him as a weapon to fight yes. our enemies use this booklet to get more information and the back of the booklet it says go to this weeb site this, this weeb site lootcrate.com slash back button what is a back button i'm not sure hmm the nerd children peasant things look like they they belong to a cult called the back button oh well i although i although i am a king with many riches and money I'm also very stingy with all of it. So we must write this down for the history. We must write this down for your for your lineage. We must let them know to go to trylootcrate.com slash back button on the weeb sites and enter a code. It says bridge 10. Bridge we only have eight, tens, eight bridges in the kingdom. Eight tens. Eight tens, you fucking idiot. <laughs> we only have eight bridges in the kingdom. Huh. Hmm. There, are we building two more, sir? Uh, it, it's it's in the budget, but <laughs> we must build two I, more. Again, we must be part of this again, bridge I am, ten. I'm I'm stingy with the money. So what does this bridge ten code do for my lineage? Allegedly, it gets you things at a less expensive price. At a less expensive price, yes. sir. That means more gold in the coffers yes. for our future generations. Yes, I like this. This is good. I like this bridge ten weeb site loot crate. I'll have the scribes write it immediately. Yes, do so. I'm gonna go back and sit in my throne room. I will send the peasants away. We have them currently locked in chains in the dungeon. <laughs> I'm bored. Jester! The little one said that he was very intrigued by chains. I don't know what he meant by that. He said it was getting him warm. I have no fucking clue where you're going with that. <laughs> oh, I I like I like whips and chains. That's what I'm getting <laughs> right, into. Rihanna, That's, chill. It was, it, was getting, it was getting warm. It was getting me all hot, hot and bothered. <laughs> anyway, go to trylootcrate.com slash back button. Use code bridge10 to save 10% off your first order. Hell yeah. Yes. My leash, it is time to go. Uh, okay, good night. No, your time to go. Uh, stab, stab, uh, stab, stab, stab. Uh, uh, at two, dickhead. <laughs> Loot crate, yeah, do it. Do you it. got it. Revenge me. Do 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 hey yeah, hey yeah. And we are back doing things. I hope it's recording behind me. Is it recording behind me, Josh? Yes, it is. Okay, cool. We're doing we're doing things because I'm not paying attention to the computer. Uh, so on this episode, we're going to talk about a lot of shit. Um, because we uh didn't in September. We talked about a lot of big topics, but we didn't talk about the games that were coming out um, at the beginning of the holiday season, which technically starts, in my opinion, in September. Um, yeah, that's when no, some games start releasing and all that stuff. So we're going to talk about those games and maybe even chat about some things we've heard about games coming out in the near future for the end of the uh, year. Year. The holiday <laughs> season of 2017. Yes. So, the first one that we're going to talk about is something near and dear to Josh and I's hearts, uh, for whatever fucking reason, and also the number one most talked about game series on the Back Button Podcast, that's Destiny 2, which came out in September, uh, September 6th. 6th? Yes, 2017. Okay. And it has, uh, already bored me to the point that I haven't played it in, like, three weeks. Really? Yeah. I played it for, like, two weeks straight, and then I was like, yeah. I'm good. I haven't touched this after Riot Fest. Okay. Well, why why did it bore you? Like I don't. Um, 
I capped out. The last thing I had to do was get gear and raid, and I all all the gear grind made me want to do was play WoW. Like it just it didn't do. Did anything. you play WoW? No, a little bit. Um, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, just because at the same time, new WoW stuff had come out. Um, seven point. I think it's 7.3 mm-hmm. was released, and it was the a huge like story patch, and I'm a huge nerd for WoW story. But, yeah, so Destiny 2 came out, and it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed the main story a lot. I didn't get a chance to do the raid because I was too lazy to go get the gear to go raid. Well, it's th- this is the thing. is um, I mean, thinking back about just kind of like your power and your cap and stuff like that. Instead of light for destiny two, it's now called power, which essentially it's the same thing, but in a a lot of, yeah. And in, I mean, they removed your light level being something that counts, um, or your power level, whatever, um, in PVP, which is good because except for iron banner. Yeah. Which I I think in iron banner, they're kind of treating it as like, Hey, this is meant to be like the prestigious mode of right. PvP. Like you have, you either have good shit or you don't. So it's like, okay, that's fine. PVE, yes, it, it, it will. No, it doesn't matter your power level, but uh, I think only in the main main game outside of the raid. So when you're doing adventures or patrolling or story missions, if you're doing missions, dungeons, they still count. Like if you're doing hard modes or anything like that, there's still like a light level. Well, that's level. the thing. There's the, I, and even some of the patrols, it's like a recommended light level, like two sixty or whatever the fuck, and you're like, oh okay. Oh well, I mean, it's still it's it still doesn't. Well, that's not what I've seen really anymore. Well, it's because you're Destiny probably 2. damn near capped out. Well, no, I'm only at like, I think I'm at three hundred five now. What's cap right now? Three 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 fifty or three thirty. Oh, really? It's that high? Yeah. I didn't think it was that high yet. But the only way you can get to that is, I think, with, like, prestige mode. Gotcha, okay. Or, quote-unquote, hard mode raid. Hard mode of the raid or nightfall strikes or something like that. Yeah, something like that. But still, I don't... I don't know. I don't I don't really feel like that the power is essentially that big of a deal, with the exception of the raid and um, Iron Banner. The raid, it obviously does recommend, like, hey... The only reason we have a recommended power level is because as you go through the way the the the, the raid works is um it's done in trials essentially quote unquote so right, you it's have different wings of the ball, of the encounter yes which is kind of weird because you when you start the raid it isn't linear kind of like the, at least this raid is so far um it isn't linear like the Destiny One raids where it's like okay. First, for example, um, in Oryx, you know, or, uh, yeah, or, wow, I can't even, I can barely remember how Oryx goes. I have not. I remember anymore. the last one best because that's the only one I ever really like went. That all was Oryx. Through. That was Oryx. Yeah, that was the Taken King. Okay, yeah, the Taken King raid. I remember because it was like, uh, you go in, and the first thing was the boss. Or, like, the puzzle where you had to get the balls and you had to run them to either side. Uh, run them to either side. Yeah, you got the ball in the center, and then it, you'd basically run to one side and, like, do something. And then it would cause something to spawn, and they'd spawn in the middle, and then it'd be wave after wave after wave. And you just have to keep doing it. The, the, the pillars. The pillars yes, or whatever. Yes. yes okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's essentially, like, how 
how it was. It was like the pillars, then you fought the the knight, then you fought the ogre, then you fought the sisters, then you fought Oryx himself. Right. Um, with this raid, it's you have the Callus room, and Callus is the main of the is the name of the emperor. Um, you have the Callus room, and then. The other rooms, the Callus room will always be last, just because that's the main, right. that's it's, the boss it's room. It's set up to be locked until all other trials have been completed. Right. Um, but the first trial, there's three main trials that you do. It's either the garden, the baths, or the gauntlet. Um, and then every week so far since the uh, since uh, the raid has been available, they've kind of been cycling the order of how those things have gone. Uh, granted, you only have three trials and stuff like that, and then you get to the boss room, and you can only do so many variations of the those three right but what's weird is that there's no there's it's a it's like a subtle checkpoint that they have so basically what it is is that like say for example we go into the raid right now Mm -hmm. we complete trials one and two and we're like all right let's call in a night we go we leave we you know pick up uh or decrypt our engrams shit like that go to bed and we're like let's pick it up tomorrow Mm -hmm. tomorrow comes we start playing we don't technically have a checkpoint where we only have to do the last trial and then we go to Callus. It's either you have to do all three trials again and get to Callus, or the game kind of remembers, hey, I know you did these two checkpoint or these two trials already, but in order to get there, you have to operate these levers and go in through the like subsystem or the internal system of the ship. And you have to get to the proper room. That's what those levers are on, like, the outside with the... Yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. That's what that's for. Um, it's a little annoying, only, but it, it's meant because, say, for example, you know, one person, you know, only needed to do one boss room or mm. one trial or whatever. And they're like, I won't be able to play until, like, you know, Monday. Right. It's like, okay, well, we're going to bring in a friend who's already done it. Um, and he doesn't need to do all those trials again or anything like that. So he's just going to jump in. We're going to go to where we left off and then we're just going to finish the raid. It's like, Mm -hmm. okay. So I feel like it's more so in place so that you can kind of constantly switch out in some case, like, you know, you lose a member, you can switch them out with someone else. Right. It reminds me, and this is, this is kind of a running joke that I've seen online is, uh, Destiny being owned or Destiny being made by Bungie, being uh, uh, published uh-huh. by Activision, who is merged with Blizzard, who is the biggest rating game, who owns the biggest rating game on the planet, which is World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Um, like, did Bungie ask Blizzard, "Hey, how do how do raid?" <laughs> and and I think we talked about that. We have last, we have touched on it, but now that you, I didn't know anything about the raid. Uh, like I said, I never ran it. Um, but now that you said, okay, it's set up in a wing system and there's kind of like different weeks, there are different variations and, you know, certain things work. It's like, as you're saying that, I'm like, okay, that reminds me of this raid and how they did this. But it also reminds me of this raid and this, you know, certain encounter. Um, and then you just kind of like piece them together and then you put a fucking destiny skin over the top and it's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like that works. One thing um, I I, uh, I want them to do mm-hmm. is that I don't want them to do it like they did for Destiny 1, where it's just like, you want to give people a purpose to revisit these previous raids. You know what I mean? Right. So it's just like, maybe keep upping the power level of the raid weapons, 
that drop from the first raid, mm-hmm. but obviously you can have uh, the weapons from you know in in when expansion pack one comes out or whatever if they release a raid with that you know let that be a raid that also has weapons that will equally bring up your power level they won't do it they absolutely will not do it i can tell you why well i mean because at the end of destiny one that's kind of what they did they boosted the power of every single raid right they made they made like an extra hard mode yeah well they made yeah they made it like the weekly hard raid or whatever right and that's what i mean like I mean, if they had the capabilities of doing that in Destiny 1, why can't they do that again? I can see them doing it in Destiny 2. Uh, I would see them waiting again until More all of the multiple. raids are out. Um, but it will never be like, oh, we're just going to up the level, and here it is. Or here's, you know, the same fucking weapons you've been playing with, but now they're just never going to fucking stop leveling. Like, it's not... It's kind of how it works, but it's not going to be how it works, if that makes sense. Well, the only reason I say that, though, is because certain weapons will have... um, Certain effects. Right. Um, Well, what I like about this raid is that these raid weapons do not have... um, Oh, by the way, I'm stupid. Wrath of the Machine was the last raid that came out for Destiny, not... uh, Oryx. Oryx. Yeah, my bad. That was the only one I remembered, yeah. Um, Oryx, not Machine. Oh. Um... But these weapons don't have specific bonuses like the Destiny 1 like gear and weapons did. So, yes, yeah, some... Um, I mean, sure, a gun can say, oh, it does bonus damage on Cabal. It's like, okay, cool. Which but, is like the number one weapon that everybody has to have in order to raid in this fucking game right now. Well, that's the thing, though, is that in this raid, there are none of the weapons do that. Right. The weapons that... They all each have, like, really good perks. So, like... Best raid weapon that I currently have is the rocket launcher. What's mm-hmm. great about it is that if it's stowed away for a little bit, its special abilities, if it's stowed away for a little bit, it automatically reloads. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, well, if I need a quick rocket, pull it out, shoot it, put it away, use my other, you know, primary, secondary weapon, need a rocket again, pull it out, and it's already reloaded. Like, right. that's a good perk. I would rather take perks like that over perks of like, oh, this does bonus damage on Callus during the final boss fight. And yeah, it's like, it's, who fucking cares? That's so situational. It's situational. It's, more, it's um, it's more diverse. It? I'd say now. Yeah, it's definitely more. It's definitely more diverse. Um, it's kind of like I'm trying to think what the best way to put this is, and I. Mm, it's not that uh, situational is a strong word. It's that. The idea of just a simple stat boost is fucking boring. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of big MMOs have realized that over time. So, like, a lot more are, like, instead of just being, oh, it's plus five to damage to this kind of character, it's more like, oh, it does this thing always. Right. And it's just, like, the one weapon that'll do that or, like, a random weapon that'll do that. And it's it's kind of, it's way more interesting to have that because it, it creates a thought process for the player. It's like, okay, so if I bring this in and I need it for this fight, then I can swap it out and, you know, do this, this, and that. But during this fight, it's not necessarily just for this fight. Like, I can use it for other purposes as well. Right. So, like, the rocket launcher, that's really cool in a boss fight, but if you're getting flooded by a bunch of, like, little enemies, you can just pop it, drop a rocket, throw it back, and then you have your gun for the big ones. Well, what's cool, too, man, is that, like, like that rocket, like, it's secondary ability has got cluster bombs yeah so not only does it do 
automatic reload when it's stored, but when you hit your target, it'll also do cluster explosions around that target, so right. it'll damage anything else that's with it. Right. Exactly. Um, and that's that's what I mean with these uh, with those kind of weapons. Like, I feel like that's why it's a good idea. Like, hey, we're gonna give you a purpose to go back and get these other weapons as well, but it's just gonna power scale with you. Right. So, I mean, don't, if it stayed as far as, like, Destiny 1, where it's like, oh, this weapon does bonus damage on a Death Singer. It's like, okay, this is, there's only one time when I need it, that kind of stat boost, and that's it. Right. But that Kalos rocket, that that raid rocket launcher, I can use that in PvP, I can Mm -hmm. use that in PvE, doesn't matter. What I can see them doing is, can, like... I don't know how it worked in Destiny 1. Wasn't it that year one weapons no longer, like, leveled up to after a certain point? Yes. Okay. They can only max out. I could see I could see them lifting that on certain weapons and saying, oh, yeah, you could just fucking level them forever or whatever. But at the same time, it's also like we were talking about with card games earlier where you're shifting standard for wild. So, like, you're taking out, okay, this is the old meta, like, this is cool and all, but it's a little OP for what we're doing next, so let's take all these weapons out, we'll lock them down to this, to this light level, and then the new shit will add in, because then there will be, the other reason for that is there is no fucking reason, then, for them to add new weapons. There's absolutely oh, zero reason. okay. Because they're just gonna use the same shit over and over again, fuck it all. Like, right. we'll just keep the same shit. Right. So, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Well, what does kind of... What does kind of limit the um, what's it called the uh, power scaling for certain weapons? So say for example, like um, you know, I have a scout rifle, mm-hmm. and I really really love the scout rifle, but it's you know power level is two fifty, and then I have a submachine gun that's at power level three hundred. Well, I cannot um, like absorb the uh, the submachine gun right. into into the scout rifle because they're two different weapons. It didn't classes. used to be like that in D one. Right, it was right? just it was just whatever. section by section. Correct. Okay, but now, well, they've also moved snipers and shotguns to heavy weapons. Yes, which I don't hate, but I don't like it either. Only, but I understand why they did it. It's because like it limits, like, I what they really wanted to do, and I think Bungie even said this themselves that they were like. They want the weapons to be the focus in uh, PvP, um, but they don't want the weapons to be, like, the same weapon over and over and con- consistently. Right. So it's like, you know, hand cannons, uh, machine guns, or machine guns, auto rifles, submachine guns, and uh, scout rifles. Are the primary and secondary weapons, mm-hmm. and then your heavy weapon is always is shotgun, sniper, rocket launcher, fusion rifle, and sword, grenade launcher, grenade launcher. Which I'm kind of I grenade fucking, launcher. I hate a grenade couple launchers. of them. Oh, I like grenade launchers, but a couple of them you can get in different variations. Like you can get, uh, I think it's called like the whatever that first fucking frozen beam thing you get that does that's damage. that's a that's a linear rifle, but linear rifle, the, but the, it's considered cold, like an auto the cold rifle. heart, yeah. Because uh, you can use an auto rifle to break into them. Yes. Um, but also, I know I have a grenade launcher that's in secondary slot. One of my, I have two grenade launchers set up on my character. I remember that much. It's like oh. a scout rifle, grenade launcher, grenade launcher. So there are some times that that will be broken. I think I even had a pulse rifle that was in secondary slot for a while. And 
what that is is because there's a differentiation in the damage done. Pulse it doesn't rifle. it doesn't have an overarching power like fusion rifle. You mean or pulse rifle? Pulse rifle. I forgot. Where fusion the, rifle. Fusion rifle. Okay. Yeah. So I had a fusion rifle in the secondary slot, and you can kind of like there's a couple that you can switch around with that. Where that's oh, usually left for exotics, though. Usually, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I. That's another thing is that exotics can be kind of whatever the fuck they want. They kind of break the mold. Yeah. Except for the fact that anything with uh, uh, an actual damage subset is strictly on secondary or uh, power weapon. I mean, that's that, That's why in Destiny 1, like, the No Land Beyond was a primary sniper rifle. Yeah. And then you can equip a sniper rifle as your secondary and then whatever the fuck you want for heavy. But what's... I mean, <clears throat> I guess to stop people from overusing heavies and stuff like that is that when the heavies drop in PvP... It's one person gets it. Right. And that's it. Right. It's not a group thing to share anymore, which kind of sucks, but I get it. You don't want fucking a whole team of four to have all rocket launchers and then your team kind of get screwed out or something right. like that. You know what I mean? But that's, that can be very good. And it also works into if you're playing like true competitive and team play, it also is a big thing where one person gets it. Okay. What's your heavy? All right, we know we got a sniper. We ended up on a map that has a great sniping position. Let's let him get it. We'll protect him so he can grab it. We'll let him get up to the sniper position, and he'll just dome everybody right. that moves. Right. Or, oh, this game's playing really big clusters. Your cluster rocket launcher would be fucking perfect for this. Right. teaming up on it. Let's get you the heavy. Ammo. At least that way you can maybe we'll kill two, out. hurt the others, right. and, and everyone else can DPS down. They can gang them down. Yes. Exactly. So that's, that's a big reason, I think, that that kind of works. With the way they did it, they put a lot of thought and effort into that. Yes. But um, it all kind of depends and moves and does. And certain, things. yeah, certain items or certain, uh, excuse me, uh, weapons and stuff like that. Right. Um, that's what I would like them to do as far as like the raid goes. Like keep the weapons. You know what I mean? But yeah. give a purpose on like don't make the last raid obsolete again. Like don't make it like why why create something just for it to be fucking useless now? Because um, that's, that's what but, it does. But that's what. Well, okay. In Destiny 1, there was no reason to replay story missions. Yes, you can get, like, legendary marks or whatever the fuck. Right. Um, but that was only one specific story mission. Granted, now in Destiny 2, Ikora Ray will give you, like, a memory mission where you can play it with all your current gear and stuff, but you replay a mission. Right. But you complete that story mission, and you get marks mm -hmm. that you can turn in and then eventually get, like, a weapon. Stuff right. like that. A weapon or class item, whatever. Um but that's why I, I, I like that. That's a good that. way for them to go back to it. And yes. I think that's what will end up happening maybe with the next... I, I wouldn't assume it'll happen with the next raid. I would assume it would happen two tiers in. They'll put another per person in the tower and it'll be like, oh, yeah, uh, go do this raid with this team or with the team and we'll give you fucking bullshit or whatever. And right. it's just ranked up. Yeah, I think that'd be a pretty good idea. Um, you, did you beat the whole campaign, by the way? Yeah. What did you think? I mean, in comparison to Destiny 1, It made vanilla. fucking sense. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I still think Destiny 1's campaign... Listen. I think the raid was a little off-putting or, like, didn't make much sense in, like, the story. The I first know one? The new raid. Really? The first raid, Kalos raid. Leviathan. Like, it didn't... Maybe it's because I haven't played it yet, but I understand the Red Legion, and then all of a sudden, I know that Kalos is the one that what's golf overthrew... And brought the Red Legion through as like this war band. And Callus is like, I didn't really want that. I don't I don't want to give you a spoiler. Give me the 
Well, it's up to the podcast. Yeah. So, all right. Well, excuse me. Uh, I guess I'll give a little bit of, like, spoiler right here. (coughs) Spoiler alert. I coughed. Um, Yeah. So, if you do not want to, like, uh, I guess hear this part. Skip, like, 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, So, what happens is that throughout some of the raid gear and then some of the information that's been released with the prestigious raid gear, it you learn that the console or whatever who was kind of telling Gaul like, "Hey, you know, we've captured the 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 the, the traveler and all yeah. that." That guy, that guy was actually um a part of a group that ruled over the cabal. Okay. Callus came in and overthrew them mm-hmm. and embarrassed that specific guy. He, like I, I think in one of the lore things, like he castrates him. He um I remember I think he murders his family. I remember knowing that they sent he was one of the he was the guy that was like sent out and he's the one that found Gaul as a he child was, or whatever. Yes, he was an and then he was outcasted. Yeah. Like he was exiled. That's what it is. Uh Gaul was the runt of his litter or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was tossed aside. The council found Gaul as a child and raised him to pretty much become a warrior. Right. Well, the goal was for Gaul to kind of get close to Callus, become and get his own like squadron, and then eventually they would th- overthrow um, Callus. Gaul believed though that he needed the light, the Traveler's light, to have the proper amount of power. Okay. Sure. What ended up happening was Callus befriends Gaul and tells him and kind of convinces him. And he's just like, look, I'm not really a bad guy. Me and the council actually could have made amends. But I understand why he's clearly very angry with me. Right. And there's zero chance of that happening because I did very bad things to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Callus is just like, look. You're a phenomenal warrior. You're someone who I like, um, you know, speak to about a lot trust of trust and respect. Trust and respect. I want you to lead the Red Legion and do what you have to do to become more, like, more of a leader that you wish to be. Right. So that was between secretly between Gaul and Callus, um, with the council still thinking, oh, Gaul is just trying to gain power and strength and troops so they can still eventually overthrow Callus. Right. Well, Callus kind of convinces Gaul and tells him, listen, there's this thing called the Traveler and it has immense power and I believe you are someone who kind of deserves power. But you must earn that power because like you deserve it, but you must earn it. And the council was under was kind of feeding it into uh, Gaul that like no you take your power like mm-hmm. you you demand it and you take it so with Gaul's history of being the runt was accepted and learned his strengths and uh, he actually entered like a gauntlet that was like for entertainment of like the Cabal people and uh, for Callus mm-hmm. and he survived and worked up his rank and he but the thing is to to Gaul, more so working and earning something was much better than just something that's given to him and right. taken. Um, so that's why in the main story mode, when Gaul is like, or Cal, uh, the console is just like, the traveler is, is trapped. He's in it, the, the traveler is in prison. Like the power is yours. You deserve that power. Just 
we've worked so hard for you to take this power so take it and go and it's like that is the way that it, you are supposed to gain this power and gall is just like no it's not like right. i i meant that's why he keeps the speaker alive talks to the speaker and it's just like how do i gain the trust of the traveler right. how do i gain- become like the guardians how do i how do i get entrusted with that right. light and um and the speaker's just giggling the entire time and the speaker's just trolling like, him the whole time yourself, yeah dude. um but eventually yeah gaul kills the council because he agrees with callus like i am not going to just be given my power i'm going to i'm going to earn it mm-hmm. uh, and eventually temporarily he does like at the for the last story mission he does earn that light power but when the traveler awakens and kind of obliterates him, he's just like, you are not worthy of this power. Yeah, you, you fucked up. Kid. Yeah. Um, but um, this, this is why callous does fit. Um, I mean, do you, you don't mind if I ruin the raid for you? No. Okay. So you obviously go through the trials and you fight callous. When you go through callous's first damage phase and he dick di- like dips down his chest burst opens and he's a robot. Oh. Yeah. So you're under the impression the whole time that you're fighting the real Callus, but you're not. Once that Callus robot dies, the like centerpiece or whatever in his throne room or whatever starts like an elevator descends. You go down and you go down a hallway and it's a giant hallway full of robots. So clearly the Callus isn't there. Mm-hmm. He constantly has robots that are there to replace him right. in this ship. Um, but he fits into that storyline because it's kind of crazy when you earn the prestige uh, gear, the information that was leaked, and it's letters to that guardian, to your guardian, essentially, mm, mm-hmm. from the emperor. And the emperor is kind of warning the guardian of just like, listen, there are many things bigger than myself and you and your whole existence in this world that is a greater evil that no one can withstand. So somehow the Cabal Emperor isn't being a bad guy. No. But the way the Cabal Emperor kind of works is he that's how he gained the sci- the trust of the Scions is because right. Scions are of a different race um but they're with the Cabal because like it's either you get conquered or you join with them and the Scions agreed to join with them and now I get they just they, right. So the cabal, they live it's like it's like the the cabal are like the uh, what is it, the Roman Empire? Mm, not necessarily. Not uh, what's what's the way to think of it? Fuck. Uh, the the Callus is like playing two games at once. Yes, he's like I know what my people need. I know what and I want I know to what bring I'm in more. With. Yes, I want to bring in more. So that we can grow but as a whole. But the only way to do that in this is by in force. this world or in this universe, based on what the people require, what they want in order to live peacefully within the cabal, is to fucking conquer. Uh-huh. So in order to keep peace, I gotta keep moving. I don't want to, but I gotta keep doing it. Right, and that's essentially what he does. Like, which is why I send out the Leviathan and why the Red Legion attacks yes, and why the cabal yes. are all over the fucking places because I have to keep. Doing yes, I don't the Leviathan to, is there. To. It's just like, listen, join up with me, and your planet is spared. If you don't, I will consume your planet and right. use its energy source for something. Right. So that's basically what the Leviathan is for. Um, and but because you killed that robot, the Leviathan isn't going to consume 
the planet. No. But it's treating it because uh, Callus is testing the Guardians to see, like, how strong are you? Like, can you surpass, like, surviving my trials and can you survive right like you killed gall that's great and all but like what can you really do right can you survive me and essentially you give that proof um in the prestige mode uh class marks so the hunter cloak Mm -hmm. uh warlock armband and the um titan excuse me titan mark um they're different things it's just like a letter to the titan Mm -hmm. or a letter to the warlock letter to the hunter and it's all just like, you know, Guardian, like you or you remind me of 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 Gaul. Oh, no, it's like a what is it? I think it's like an open letter to Gaul mm-hmm. or an open letter about Gaul or something because he, he, he's praising Gaul right. in these letters. And I know I remember for a fact, like one of the one of the Titan ones or the Titan one, he says something just like Gaul always like it wasn't that Gaul was just a phenomenal fighter. He he always moved faster and was was dedicated to every single move that he made against his enemies. So if he was facing multiple enemies, he knew to analyze and he would specifically place himself in certain positions to make sure he constantly had that advantage over his enemies. Which is and then, Titan. And then he says, and that reminds me a lot. I see a lot of that in you, Titan. And that's why it's for the Titan mark. Same thing. It's just like with uh, like the Hunter or the Warlock ones, just like, Gaul used his mind and like complexity and overanalyzed everything, and I see that overanalysis and uh, thought process in you, Warlock. Right. You know, and stuff like that. Um, and the hunter, he just says, "Yeah, you're kind of a smart no, ass." Gaul was kind of a smart ass. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The hunter one, I think he says, like he always had wit and cunning, and always struck with a fierce love, like with like a strike of lightning that did not like right. You know, when his target was set, it struck. It hit its mark. Right. He basically he basically showed that Gaul could have gone to any one of the three, which is funny because when you're fighting against Gaul, he, he kind of plays against any one of the three. Like well, he, he uses, uses all, three, all three supers. Yeah. Right. Which is awesome. Um, he usually i I fought him twice because I you did one of the uh, Ikora Ray. Uh, sure. Uh, like rewind missions, and he used Dawnblade twice, and then I think used the. Uh, Titan Shield just as like a recovery. Kind yeah, of that's thing. all it was. Okay, but I never see him use Arc Strider. He doesn't use Arc Strider. He uses um. Oh fuck! What's the one? Dawnblade. No, 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 no. Night Stalker, Gunslinger, Gunslinger probably. No, I think it's. I think it is Arc Strider, but he doesn't like use the staff. It's just the way he's like moving about and how he's throwing arc damage. Okay, it's supposed to be like Arc Strider. Okay, that would make sense. Huh? Um, but yeah, I, I, I the good, I mean, the point of this section was to kind of explain to you why, like, why Callus made sense, right? Um, but I said, yeah, Callus was testing the Guardians to to make sure that they were worthy and able to fight whatever else might come out. After, yes, and after prepared him. for what's coming. I mean, did you you did you saw the little like bonus clip at the end of the game uh-uh. when? Uh, the Traveler exploded, I guess, or w- woken, and its light burst through the galaxy outside oh, of I the galaxy. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, and it was the pyramids. The tetrahedrons or yeah. whatever. Tetrahedron? Pyramids. Whatever. Same thing. Uh, those things woke up. I mean, I mean, there's speculation that it's... it's. I initially thought it would be more um, Vex, but people are thinking could be the darkness. 
Um, it could be... Um, the darkness was removed as a word from the Destiny lore, pretty much as a whole. I don't know. So says Bungie. The, the darkness has been referenced and stuff, but um, I guess they're not officially saying the it's, darkness. Yeah, it's not called stuff. the darkness anymore. There is an They call it the, the greatest evil or the yeah. greater evil, whatever. Um, but the, I, I think it could be... Um, what's it called? The... Uh, so essentially, the leaders of the uh, the hive mm-hmm. was obviously it was Oryx, um, and then there were two other ones, and I can't. So, oh, Savathun is the other one. That's just I just remember her name. Okay, because it's fun to say Savathun. 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 Um, but yeah, I think it could be some kind of relation to her. Um, but yeah, um, I I think the way that they improved on with the story for destiny two is they took time to like, give you a little bit more extra detail. Now, not exactly. They didn't handhold you. Sure. Sure. But they, they did it. I think how they intended it for it to be, at least in destiny one, it made sense for me personally. It made sense. You did the actual work, right? You're where your average player, like, uh, that's what they ask of you. They want like, Hey, like, Yes, follow the main story, but, like, you just unlocked the strike. Like, go do the fucking strike so right. you get a little bit of extra information. But here's the rest of the story and stuff. It's all still there, but if you want the details of, like, what happened during the old, the Golden right. Age, what happened during the fall, you know, and stuff like that, uh, that that's where it's like, okay, here's lore and stuff. You got to visit our website, but here's lore. But it's kind of, like I said before in the last Destiny episode, that's kind of what... Uh, like Overwatch essentially did. They don't. There's no storytelling in the main game. Granted, you do get a little bit of like lore and background between characters with their like banter. When right, they but fight it's each all other. videos or comics or anything else. Exactly, that it's an external yeah. source where you're getting your story. Right, and I think that's a little unfair think... for the fans to have been pissed about that. But it's also now unfair that Bungie has completely eliminated Grimoire cards as a whole. Fuck Grimoire cards. Here's the thing. So this will be the last point because we do have one more game to talk about and we've got like no time left. So <laughs> um, I think Bungie did it wrong the first time and you can fight me on it or whatever. Um, where it was just piece after piece after piece after piece after piece after piece after piece of literature to read basically. Where Overwatch has... They release videos. They release a comic here. They release a comic there. They got the mm-hmm. mo- motion comics. They got, you know, maybe comic an audio drama. Comic is still drama. literature. Oh, fuck off. They've got, like, an audio drama. They've got, like, little things here and there that they release over time that kind of give you the background information that you're looking for mm-hmm. with deeper meaning. And some of them, like, if you really look into it, you could say, oh, well, this is actually from this, which is attached to this. So, like, this is a whole chain of just Overwatch bullshit. Or, like, this is all related to Blackwatch. Or this is all talent. Like... There's little pieces across the board. And I think that is more engaging and entertaining and people would want to do that versus sitting on a fucking website and And bashing their face against their keyboard for 20 hours reading uh, Oryx was actually a girl, but it's kind of a guy at the same time. Like, uh, Well, that's what I liked about um, lore lore YouTube channels. Yeah. They were trying to bridge that gap. Oh, I do that shit with WoW all the time. But like... There's there's plenty of different ways that you can get your story. It just depends on if it's engaging or not. If it's not engaging, you're not going to give a shit. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess that's fair. So, um, real quick for the future of Destiny, anything you want to see? I mean, I know we have the two expansions coming out. We have the expansion one in December, and I'm assuming expansion two sometime in like May, May, April, May. I would like, I would definitely like to see more strikes and more raids. Um, I would like to see a. I don't even know, man. Like, I just want it to be WoW, but with guns. And <laughs> it's not, and it probably will never be. But I just think that that would be the best way for me to play that game. Where there's more raids, there's more dungeons. Oh, here's what we can do. Here's what I think. You know, this is what I'd like to see Destiny 2 do. I'd like to see them bring back the old raids. Like, with the current one. And then start that, hey, here's a random raid for the week. Go do it. Well, what's kind of tough about that is that... The zones don't exist. Right. But if you did it in a queue system, where you had all six people, and then you just queued up for it, and then it just threw you in a random one, it wouldn't matter. It's all depending on where where it is in the instance stack. It doesn't have to have the actual zone icon anymore. Okay. Okay. You just want it like in a rotation yeah. and just in a random like bring back the raids. I don't I don't give a shit about so the So don't make strikes. it don't make it available that where you you can select to do that raid. No. Just put it in a random queue. So you jump in and okay, uh if you go do your random raid for the week, you get fucking I don't know, like a a a loot box that could give you, you know, it's got level it's got uh, an Ingram. Okay, so it's got a high level Ingram. And it'll give you a level, you know, two or three forty weapon or something. Or each expansion, they kind of raise it where it's at the top level. But you have to be a certain level in order to get that kind of weapon. Okay. And it could be fucking anything. It could be something from the first game. Then it could be something from year one for Destiny Two. It could be whatever the fuck you want. Right. But if you're doing that kind of jump and you give people a reason to go back, I think it'll intrigue people enough to start it. Like. Uh, okay, wow comparison. I know. I'm rolling my eyes too. People don't fucking worry about it. Um, They just started, or last expansion, they started what they called time walking. And time walking is, you're sent, like the story is that you're sent back by the bronze dragon flight, which is like the keepers of time. And they send you back in time to go fix something that got fucked up in time again after you beat it and fixed it, you know, a hundred years ago or ten years ago or whatever the fuck. But they send you back and you go through and you defeat you know, these things and they give you points for it. And then you take those points and you can go get new mounts, cosmetic shit, whatever. But it's the only way you can get that shit is through the doing time. the time walking. Okay. So they did something like that. Even if you don't get weapons, even if you get like, you could get like a custom, uh, I don't know, Oryx themed fucking spaceship. And it's just like the mini version of his big ship that you fight in. And it's like a single person, like mini version. Like that'd be cool as fuck. Yeah, like, that'd be pretty cool. I would totally go fucking do a raid and then keep raiding each week to earn the points in order to go buy that. Right. Because I'd be like, fuck, like, dude, that'd be the coolest thing to have. Or like, you get a a a, a fucking sparrow that looks like a, a vex head is on the front of it or something. Like it looks like a vex body oh, that you're riding as a sparrow. Oh man, dude, I'd be so down. Let's fucking go. If I just got a raid for like six weeks in order to get it, and I just got to beat an old raid. Fuck yeah. That'd be cool. But what they do with the time walking is they bring it up to your level. So, I mean, what kind of makes that a little tough, though, I feel like is like you have to completely update those previous raids with an effect of like your new abilities, your new weapons and everything like that. It's not really that hard. 
I say that because it's like uh, it's the same thing in WoW where certain old things break because it was not meant to have that kind of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. But the effects aren't that much different from the first game, really. Okay. Like each of the new classes even aren't really or like the subclasses aren't really that much different than anything else that has already been in that game. So all you're pulling is the textures, the like maybe the voice dialogue, and that's about it. And then you're going through and you're playing it. Hmm. So it's just a thought. That's what I like to see. I dig it. I'm I'm with you. I uh, I backed that a lot. So we're gonna talk very 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 briefly. <laughs> you good about Cuphead? <laughs> Yeah, Cuphead. that came out Cuphead, on September 29th. Cuphead and, is the other game that I was playing. And it looks like a 1930s cartoon. The music is great. Uh, the only problem I have with it after playing it for a little bit and seeing videos is the screen moves too fast. Moves too fast. Right. So uh, it it has the, the stylization of a 30s cartoon. However, if it moved at the speed of a 90s game for frames per second and not at 60 to 120 frames per second, I think it would have a much more realistic like feel. But that's the one thing that bugs me is that everything is so well done, but the animation moves too fast. See, I don't know, man. I, I like that because it's, a, it's, it's you know, a classic style musically and visually, but it's updated. It's moved right. to work at an updated pace. And, yeah. I mean, I've seen people complain and stuff like that. Oh, it's too hard. And it's just like... No, it's not too hard. Well, that's no, the whole the, game of... A, that's the, the whole the, point of the fucking game. Right. The concept of that t- game type is... Like it's one of those coin eater games, or right? Coin eater arcade games. It's supposed to be like it's supposed to be like Contra Metal Slug. Metal Slug is uh, the first game that came to mind when I first played it. I was like, "Holy shit, this feels like fucking Metal Slug!" Or like the boss fights in Sonic. Like all you're doing is doing the same thing over and over again. You're just bashing your face into something repeatedly, but like it's the style, the art, like the how it yes. plays. It's got if you took Binding of Isaac, smashed it with Metal Slug, and then put it in 1930, Cuphead. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, granted, you know, Contra and Metal Slug had, and Binding of Isaac had levels that you actually had to progress through to get to the boss. Sure, this is a this it's a boss rush game. Yeah, granted, you do have like couple run and gun levels and stuff like that, but you know, this game is your two cups. You're trying to get out of a debt with the devil, man, or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, Cuphead and Mugman. Uh, you get into trouble with the devil because Cuphead likes to gamble. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he does um you you know supposed to lose your souls but the devil's like all right well pretty much become my assassins and yeah go get these, the souls of the people isn't it go collect the, the, the contract yeah collect the souls of those who owe me contracts still yeah and then you kill them and that's that's it like that's the point like you don't have to go through a a level just to reach that person. If they did that, they would probably have a lot less bosses. If they decide to do a sequel, it'll probably turn into where it's, I can't see it turning into anything really. I could, I could see it being more of a boss rush, like staying with the boss rush. idea. Continuing with it. Yeah. Um, well, cause they, they did so many ideas with this. Cause every single boss is like pretty different. Granted, right. like, yes, there's projectiles you want to, you want to dodge, but it's a dance game. Yo, wait a minute. Hold on. Can we make? Can we? Can somebody make Cuphead DDR? Actually, I want to play of, it with a fucking dance pad. Last week, uh, someone beat Cuphead. I think on expert mode with a DDR pad. Fuck yes. How like that takes so much skill? Yeah. I will never be that good, but still, like, 
It, you yeah, you said you played Cuphead, right? Yeah. What? Who did you fight again? You said I the, fought the, the first two bosses. It was like the frogs, the and frogs, the... and the vegetables. Okay. Yeah. Which that's that? Island One. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, like to do that with a fucking dance pad is ridiculous, dude. It was oh, it was wild. I can't imagine doing it on keyboard and mouse, and I want to try that alone. But I, I hear th- that's hard as fuck. Really? I heard that the um the actual like comparison or like the uh, uh, the porting uh-huh. isn't great for keyboard and mouse. Well, you don't you wouldn't use a mouse the whole time. right. It'd be it'd be like a uh up down left right and then W A S D, but. Uh, it's just like the way it works, it doesn't feel as like natural as it does on a controller. Like it doesn't move right or like, it's like hard to do. That's what I've heard. Well, I mean, I feel like everybody's so used to on PC, like you single, single movement kind of thing. It's just like, I mean, single movement as in like, you obviously have your arrow keys and stuff like that. Um, you know what? That just might be me ignorantly talking. Yeah, but... I think it is. I, I'm gonna let you go, but I, I think I think it's chill I think out, it you is. fucking weenie. Like PC Master Race. <laughs> oh god, you're the worst type of human. But yeah, Cuphead's super fucking fun. Go play it. It's hard as shit. If you like a challenge, go nerd out. Yeah, try to get try to get perfect scores. That shit's fucking. Yeah, hard. go for your go for your S ranks. Some Did you know uh, the S ranks exist. Yeah, but you can only, you can only get it uh, in expert mode. If you play it hard mode or expert mode, yeah. Because I beat the uh, who did I who did I decide to beat? I beat the vegetables. Um, got all five parries, kept all my lives, got all my special up to six. Beat it within like a minute and ten seconds, and A plus is the highest you can get. And I was pissed. I was mm-hmm. like, "What the fuck? Where's my S rank?" It's like, "Oh yeah, you can do it in expert mode." It's like, "Fuck off." Um, there are also uh, certain things you can do to uh, get different filters. Yeah. Um, there's a sepia there's a black filter. black and white filter, sepia, and then and black and white. the Technicolor. There's a Technicolor one? Yeah, for, I think Technicolor is the one where you have to get S-Ranks on all the bosses. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. I forget which ones. Like, there's... there's it, I know, it has uh, to do with all the bosses, but I forget which one's which. I know black and white. Black and white, in order to do that, is you need to not shoot once during the running guns. Yeah, you have to dodge everything and yeah, not shoot once. There's uh, there is a super move though that like you pretty much become invincible, so like I guess you can. Uh, I heard yeah, it's like the smoke one, right? No, 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 that's the the normal dodge. Oh, okay. Um, but it's a super move, so like you have to build up all six of oh, your super okay. bar and then you can activate it. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Does the star come down and you pick it up and did it? You get the you get the. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate you, Josh. Anyway, I'm always here to help. This has been the Backbone Podcast. Uh, Thank you for joining us, everybody. Yeah, I'm your host, Sam Langbertels. I'm Josh Ortiz. You can find us on Twitter at B-Button underscore podcast. Find me on Twitter at Merkmore. You can find me on Twitter at Chazasaurus. You can find us both on Facebook at Backbone Podcast. <laughs> you can send us an email <laughs> at backbuttonpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, drop us a line. Yell at us. Find us on iTunes. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your grandma. Uh, Josh likes grandmas. Uh, what? I don't know. Uh, uh, also, look. Uh, keep keep an eye out for the future. We're still working out kinks for uh, new things that we want to do, but uh, don't 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 lose hope. Cause yeah, uh, we're out there. We're out we're, there. We're we're here for you. We, we are, are here. here. Yeah. If yeah. you guys see us or anything like that, say what's up. Like we love. Uh, we would love to meet some people and. Get to hang out and stuff. I will pay a dollar for each time someone who hears this goes to find Josh and then slaps him. Oh. Every time. I'll give How you are you going to send them the dollar? I don't know. Send me your address <laughs> with proof that you slapped Josh. 
That's true. You will need proof. Yeah, if you, you send me if proof. If you just slap me, I'm going to fight you back. Yeah, exactly. If you don't tell them why, but if you're like, hey, I listen to the podcast, I have to slap you now. It's like, <laughs> yeah, fine. All right, whatever. Actually, Josh <laughs> Josh will pay you a dollar every time you slap him. I will know. not. I will not do that. <laughs> anyway, this is the Backbone Podcast. It's nothing to write home about. Y'all take it easy. Keep it sleazy. Keep it breezy. Deuces. Bye. <laughs>